WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers, say, play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't, ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, You Gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from head to Buckingham Palace. They're all moving. Hey, Simon, working them up, turning them cycles. Everybody rock, let's bring the house down. Morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, we made it. Jeffrey, who... Who? What? Which of the shows made it into? Well, of course, Gabe was off, right? Because he, because uh, the Grizzly no, they, they made it in for they. They made they, it in briefly. Yes. Okay. And uh, we, of course, made it in. Correct. You and Mark were here until he left. I heard that. Correct. He dry, I heard him careening down too. Correct. Far. And and so it was just the show that follows ours mm-hmm. where they they weren't in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they were being prudent, obviously, and careful, and cautious. Uh, we are, are mm-hmm. recklessly throw caution to the winds. Uh, it is Tuesday. It is still cold. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, today on the show, we've got uh, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And because it is Tuesday, fish on Friday on Tuesday. That's a guest lineup today. Uh, first hour, it is us. We do have a whole lot of things to talk about. Today is one of these days when I'm glad. You know, a lot of radio shows are simulcast, right? They have a TV element to them, or at least even if online streaming, streaming element, yeah. element to them. Well, not only do I look a wreck just generally, not up to my O'Call standards mm-hmm. at all, I also cut my <laughs> cut myself. Yeah. So I've got a giant... Tough scene. I've got a giant... This is very appealing for you folks. I got a giant piece of Kleenex mm-hmm. stuck to my face. Yeah. It's really very... You got to go deodorant. What does that mean? Deodorant works? Yeah. I mean, people have those sticks, those 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 cut uh, yeah, yeah. sticks. Yeah, that they use. yeah. But deodorant? Yeah, deodorant works. My dad taught me that move. You mean if you just I, take a I, stick of deodorant, yeah. whatever you happen to be, whatever mm-hmm. your flavor happens to be, yeah. Gillette, Old yeah. Spice, whatever it is. Yeah, as long and, as it's antiperspirant, I think. And you just rub it on your face. I literally like I'll like dab I, it. Yeah. Now you're not telling people should take a spray can of deodorant and spray it at their face. And I don't believe like if you are just someone that uses like deodorant that is deodorant. It's it has to be antiperspirant. And does it work? Just like yeah, seals it right. It look it works similar to like those sticks that you're talking about. Really? Yeah. Well, see here you go, Big Jeff. At at this at this uh, at the age of sixty two, I can still learn new things. That's very exciting. Thank you, Big Jeff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway. Uh, it is cold out there. Uh, my road report yesterday. We got an official, official road report from uh, Officer Pennington, which we appreciated very much, um, and so that was great on the show today. My own road report is. I'll be honest. I thought it was going to be much more perilous, and indeed, as you drive down the road. It looks like it's much more perilous. There's no like last. Yes, it looks it looks much slicker. Yeah, today. yesterday yeah. driving along, um, 
there was deep, no, not deep, four, felt like four inches of snow. So you were you're always driving literally through powdered snow on the roads. Today, it feels like you could go curling on the roads, right? Yeah. I mean, it looks like you could go curling on the roads. It looks like it would be a curling sheet, if that's what you call it. Uh, it's just bare and hard and looks kind of icy. Uh, phrasing? <laughs> The icy threw that off. Thank you. I mm-hmm. threw that in at the end, but um, but I didn't actually find it to be slippery. How about you? It was, yeah, it was definitely more difficult than yesterday. But I agree. I thought today was going to be kind of a disaster. Yeah, look, and, but it was not. Look, kind of murderous as yeah. you're out there. You're like, oh, this is going to be something. But it wasn't. I didn't slip or slide at all. And again, I have a uh, I have a minivan with old tires and whatever else, and I didn't slip and slide at all yesterday. I, didn't, I drove around for probably five hours yesterday looking for stories um, about winter and the cold and all of that. I went down to City Hall. I went over to the Civil Rights Museum. I went to Odin Park. I, I, I drove all over the place. And I finally actually did see there was one accident coming off of, a, of off the off-ramp off, the, uh, off of uh, 240 at Union and then I did see a police officer pushing a lady who'd sort of gotten somewhat stuck. But, I, again, it was five hours easy of driving around Memphis and saw nothing. Did you see? Did you ever see any mishap? I did, by the way, drive past the hop-in later, and that was a sad bit of carnage. The, 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 the Exxon at Exxon Poplar and, and Highland. Highland went up in flames, like serious flames. And that's a fairly prominent, well-known Exxon, yep. right? I mean, and uh, and it turns out it was an electrical panel, um, at least according to the story in the Daily Memphian. Did you see anything happening as you were, uh, any any mishaps as you were made your way to and from the station? No, but, you know, I really just, I go down just Mendenhall, right? right. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. It. That's all you saw. Um, I did... Uh, just a little bit on the weather before we get to the Grizzlies uh, and the Tigers and the NFL and my beloved Buffalo Bills, my mm-hmm. beloved banged-up Buffalo Bills. Um, I told you so. I uh, Yeah, no, you should never believe me on the Bills, mm-hmm. let's be honest. I'm always going to be the pessimist. Mm-hmm. So um, um, a couple things. I went to the a press conference at City Hall that they had on, a, on all this stuff, and... Um, and and they were very clear yesterday, like all systems were go on all fronts. So like they were pretty happy with how everything was going. In fact, when I, you know, at the moment the press conference started, 99.4% of Memphians had power, right? There was very little. It didn't feel like there were any real, real significant problems across Memphis. Um, but as they indicated, the real challenge with this particular storm is going to be the low temperatures and for how long we have the low temperatures. So just driving around yesterday looking for people playing in the snow or whatever, doing fun things in the snow. I'll get to one of those stories in a minute. But there weren't many. And you know why? Because it was too effing cold. Like Mm -hmm. you might have gone out with the intentions of sledding or doing something else, and it's 12 degrees. No, Mark said the same thing with his kids. He's like, you go out for like 10, 15 minutes, and it's like, Oh, this is miserable. Normally on snow days, you've got uh, revelry. People, oh, way, hey, snow, this is fun. I mean, you know, you have the the terrible challenges with the unhoused and everything else like that. But for, for you know, for, for a lot of people, it's a source of celebration. But you go outside yesterday, whether you're a human or a canine, and you're like, screw this. I'm turning around and going right back in. There mm-hmm. were not a lot of people out there having fun. Um, and... And the challenge will be um, we're going to have a brief uh, increase in temperatures on Thursday, evidently. Right now it's projected it's going to be cold through Thursday, and then it's going to pop up a little bit on Thursday, but then it's going to be cold again maybe all the way through Monday. And so it has put um, unprecedented strain on across the region the power supply, and so there's a very good chance that they will today um, have a voluntary conservation order, which means uh, you should voluntarily conserve 
you know, and there's a whole list of things. You can go to any website sure, we'll get right on what that. it is. I actually, well, first of all, I'll be honest. My MLG and W bill last mm-hmm. month was so stratospherically high mm-hmm. that I have already activated the voluntary conservation mm-hmm. order in my home. Um, I, I now have the downstairs, I, wherever, whichever floor I'm not on is 55 and the other one is, is maybe 62 mm-hmm. cause it is freaking it, ridiculous how, how much money it costs me uh, now to heat the house. So vol- they may, they may in issue a volunteer and, and the whole point is to avoid the rolling blackouts that we have, that, that we could have. Um, that's the kind of stress that there has been put on the system. The uh, the one guy that I did find yesterday, across social media yesterday, there was a lot of references to a dude cross-country skiing uh-huh. through the city of Memphis. And that's always fun. You know, you see a guy cross-country skiing through the city of Memphis. And as I was driving around yesterday, I was actually driving on Union. I was driving uh, east on Union, and uh, and then over to the left towards the hospitals, I'm like, what's that? That's the guy. And so I, uh, I got him. I, I immediately, I immediately uh, uh, fell into pursuit of the guy. And um, by the way, this is a moment in time when you driving an old beat up minivan <laughs> is not a great look. Um, you mean you <laughs> doesn't work in your favor? Being chased by an old minivan isn't going to help the uh, correct the the guy feel secure. Hey, pull over! Um, but anyway, so um, get in the car. I pulled up to this guy. Hold on, no. I'm going to send you something, Jeffrey. I'm I'm texting you something right now. Okay, we're going to play this on the on the air in in just a moment. Okay. I just text you something. But anyway, I pulled up to this guy and I asked if I could speak to him, and it turns out his name is Hank. He is, like, why would you have cross-country skis in Memphis? I guess that's the big mystery. And by the way, he was, he was kicking ass. He, was, he, was, he knew what he was doing on those cross-country skis. Well, he lives in Massachusetts. I mean, he grew up in Massachusetts. He lives in Colorado. But he works now in Memphis rehabbing homes. And so he went home from Colorado to Massachusetts for Christmas and brought his cross-country skis, thinking, you know what? I might happen to cross-country ski while I'm in Massachusetts. Then he went to Memphis to get back to work before returning to his home in Denver. So he just happened to have his cross-country skis with him as he is staying at the Memphian Hotel. And so there, the, 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 the cold hits, the snow falls, and he says, you know what? This might just work. Calls his mother, says, Mom, I think this might work. And the next thing you know, he's out there cross-country skiing all over Memphis. And the next thing you know, the police are onto him because he was at one point, uh, he was uh, skiing down second and, uh, and the cops came up and chased him off the road. And we actually have the, uh, this is from the police scanner. Uh, we have audio of the police as they are uh, hot on the heels of our cross-country skier Hank, 29-year-old from Colorado. Do we can we can we arrange to play this? Okay, here's here's how it sounded on the police scanner. Yeah, I saw you the coverage. You also got an individual on with some skis uh, riding on Second Street uh, in the South Island. I'm trying to catch up with him. Uh, he's actually a second at Union. Officers at Second uh, Union, go ahead and address that guy and tell him he can't be in the middle of the street with those skis on. <laughs> so there you go. So basically, he was at the rendezvous. He was skied to the that rendezvous. That was yeah. Hank. Uh, uh, thanks to Ian Ripple of and ABC many 24. Thanks to Ian Ripple of ABC 24 who captured that Correct. off of the police scanner. And then I uh, tracked down Hank. If you want to read my column about Hank uh, and uh, the rest of the revelry uh, in downtown Memphis, it is up at the Daily Memphian. All right. In the meantime, what a great day at FedEx Forum last night. Just yesterday. Yesterday. Yes, last night. Yesterday evening. What a spectacular, surprising, wonderful, charming night in the midst of of a lost season as the Golden State Warriors come into Memphis and, uh, and Steph is playing 
and uh, Clay is playing, and Andrew Wiggins is playing, Kevon Looney is playing, and Draymond Green is making his return, and the Grizzlies win 116 to 107. Um, it was a reminder that even in lost seasons, there is pleasure to be had. And that was absolutely delightful, including uh, Vince with career-high 24 points, 7 rebounds, and Gigi, career-high 23 points, 5 of 8 from 3. The Grizzlies bench, mind you, the bench was starting, right? Yes. The, 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 the bench was starting. With Jaren. And with Jaren. And the Grizzlies bench still outscored the Warriors 47 to 35. Of the 116 points that were scored by the Grizzlies against the Warriors yesterday, 87 of them were scored by players who have played for the hustle. Now, I know you were also locked in uh, to the mm-hmm. NFL action. It's never been a problem for you to watch no. multiple things at one time. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, hitting 23 certainly helped. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it is kind of a reminder that the difference between even like G League Plus players and NBA players is still close enough that if you have a game where you shoot like that from three, <sighs> you can be in it. That was absolutely nuts. You know what? Just because we don't know how many times we're going to get to do this, let's play some highlights. DJ Uh, You mentioned threes. Uh, Let's just go ahead and and, uh, rip off three of them. Grizzlies on top by one with 8.07 remaining. Warriors scored the first five of the game. Jackson lobs into the lane for Tillman. Off to the left wing for Vince Williams, and Williams hits his second triple. Ring it up. Put three on the board for Vince Williams. He's got six, and the Grizzlies now three of five from long range. Kennard to the right corner. Jackson, he tries another three. We're tied. 36 (laughs) apiece. Ring it up. Put three on the board. G.G. Jackson with 14 off the bench, and the fans inside FedEx Forum are loving it. Welcome to Memphis, rookie on a national stage, showing what he can do. G.G. Jackson with 14 points. You can Left tell hand by- drive, kicks right sideline for Aldama, right. drives baseline by Green, hangs, kicks it out for Jaron, over to the right wing for Roddy. Roddy's three on the way, ring it up. Put three on the board, great spacing by the Grizz, and a timeout for Golden State. 49-47, quick break in Memphis. You can tell from the um, laughter <laughs> that they're like, I can't quite believe what I'm seeing. When Gigi comes in and starts hitting those threes, it was absolutely uh, magic. All right, we mentioned that that, uh, 87 of the 116 points scored by players who have played for the hustle. That includes uh, Jacob Gilliard. On the right baseline, it's Jaron Jackson, double-teamed by Pajemski and Trace Jackson-Davis. A feed to Roddy. Roddy lost the handle, gives left corner. Gilliard, his three on the way is good. Ring it up. Put three on the board for Jacob Gilliard, and that ends a 7-0 Warriors run. Their lead is cut to four. You know what I'm going to do? Just run through the rest of these. Let's hear them. Let's let people revel in this. Deflected and stolen by Jaron Jackson. Jackson with his fourth steal of the ballgame. Jackson on the right wing. Kicks out top Roddy. An open look at a three. Bring it up. Put three on the board. Back-to-back threes out of the timeout for the Grizz. And they've cut the seven-point lead to one. G.D. Jackson, a left sideline catch and shoot three. What a shot by the rookie. Ring it up. Put three on the board. He caught it, got his shoulder squared, and buried it. 18 for G.G. Jackson. 20 in the last ballgame. And now, Gilliard picks Curry's pocket. Length of the four drive for the layup. Oh, a thief in the night. Jacob Gilliard was not the NCAA all-time leader in steals for no reason as he gets the bucket, and the fans love it. 194 Grizz by six. Vince is talking to Curry all the way up the court, too. Now a right-hand dribble to the top of the key. Back for Jackson. Left sideline three again. Oh. Bring it up. Put three on the board. G.G. Jackson, his second consecutive 20-point game. He's got 21. The rookie out of South Carolina who had 12 points in his first six NBA games in his last two now has 41, and we've got 7.38 to play. 
Tienden in the lane. Kaminga, pocket picked again by Gilliard. Gilliard into the front court. Gilliard slowed down by Kaminga. Finds Kennard. Open three. Ring it up. Put three on the board. And the roof may go off of FedEx Forum here as the fans that are here are toasty and warm like the Grizzlies in the fourth quarter. 106-96. Call them red hot if you like. Even a one there it is. It was... Uh... It was absolutely sensational. Fans who were there, as Eric put it, uh, richly rewarded for... I tried to tell people they should go. Like, the roads weren't that bad. Uh, And uh, the Grizzlies did, uh, and I thought this was nice of them, uh, they did uh, offer fans, if you had a ticket for last night's game, you could exchange it for a a ticket in uh, an equal or the next next level up uh, seat um, for the next three home games. I doubt that any of them will be quite as much fun as beating the Warriors. By the way, for the sixth straight win over Golden State at home uh, as the Grizzlies triumph, and obviously there were a lot of things to love about that. Mostly the moment was just spectacular, surprising, fun. Uh, Memphis uh, G League against hustle against everybody um, uh, part of it. But Gigi Jackson is the part that just captures people's hearts. And I would ask you this. Is the reaction to Gigi Jackson so overwhelmingly exuberant because it's just fun? A 19-year-old youngest player in the NBA coming out and having that kind of moment on national TV, which we will get to in a moment uh, with his interactions with Shaq and the group on TNT. Is it just that or is it because Memphis fans see in him real hope for what he can be and his emergence on this team as a future piece? Is the excitement related to the moment or really to the future? I think it's a little column A, column B. Um, I think, though, in general, I think most of the excitement is the fact that he looks like Oh, that's that could be the guy. I think it's more column B. In other words, if Gilliard had done gone for forty two yesterday, yeah. that would have just been the moment. It wouldn't have been because we believe he is going to be someday a really relevant piece for us. I think you're right. Yesterday is both um is some of both. He was infectious for Gigi. enthusiasm. He's, to- yeah. he's an infectious kid. Yeah. I mean, he's a totally infectious, charming kid, at least from what we can see so far. Um and uh and just like we've often talked about how the best part of being a fan of a franchise is when it's just starting to emerge, like in that moment of ascendance, that's the most fun. Also true for players in some ways, right? Sure. Eh, I mean, it's really being fun. It's been fun being a fa- fan of Steph in, in, in his the decades after he ascended. But when you see those players start to ascend, it is really well, super fun. Well, think about it this way. Like – using the Bills example from yesterday, Josh's first season where they made the playoffs, when they went 11-5, and five, right. that's one of the most fun seasons because right. It, right. it was like, oh, maybe and this isn't a disaster. After that, yeah. the only fun is once they win championships. Correct. There's like nothing short of that is all right. that much fun. Look at Dak. Yeah. <laughs> Look over at Philadelphia today. <sighs> like if you fall short, we're going to get to oh, all of that in no. the next segment, I presume. Maybe Jalen so, Hurts is what we thought um, he was. So, uh, or what I thought he was. Uh, but yeah, it's super fun. And then it is, um, it is, it is amplified by how damn charming he is. And here I would urge you to read, uh, Drew Hill's piece at the Daily Memphian and Chris Harrington's piece at the Daily Memphian, both just terrific capturing the scene there yesterday. Um, he, he apologized for having his smoothie on the interview table, did Gigi Jackson. Uh, afterwards it was Vince and Gigi. They bring two players out. Most of the players are interviewed in the locker room. They bring two players out to the lectern, to the podium, for podium interviews. And after the interview was over, as Drew pointed out, they tried to walk into an electrical closet. They got lost because they weren't used to doing this. They didn't know where they were going. And then, of course, there was the incredibly charming interaction uh, between Gigi and the group, the gang on TNT. Uh, We'll play that for you now. Moments ago. Chuckster, uh, G.G. Jackson, off of his big night, 23 points, has the headset on, courtside there at FedEx Forum. Uh, G.G., look, I'm, 
I'm just going to presume that when you got to the when you got to the arena tonight, <laughs> the last thing on your mind, I'm thinking the last thing on your mind when you got to the arena tonight was, you know what? At the end of this game, I'm probably going to be talking to Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal and Candace Parker. Uh, but here yeah, no, you that are. Was, that was not the first thing. That was not the first thing. It's, it's a, a dream come true. It's an honor to get to talk to all of y'all, and uh, you know, it's an honor to be a part of this franchise and get to play against great teams. Yeah, you just, I mean, you've just turned 19 years old, man. Yes, um, First year out of South Carolina. Tell me what it's like when you've been playing G League games mm -hmm. to be in this arena on MLK Day against a team that won the championship, has Steph Curry two years ago. Uh... You know, playing with the G League, you got to take every game seriously. Uh, you know, I try to play every game just like it's an NBA game because that's the ultimate goal to want to stay on this floor. And, you know, all glory be to God. You know, I've been staying down, putting the work in, uh, listening to everything the coach is telling me to do and uh, just trying to be as coachable as possible. GG Shaq here. I don't have any questions. I just want to say congratulations, young fella. You played a hell of a game, and the people that know who you were, they know who you are now. I'm so proud yes, of you. Appreciate congratulations you. on being you. ready, brother. Well, yes, sir, it's an honor to get to hear your voice. Appreciate you. Thank you. Well, GG, you could tell it was Shaq Heat, but he was mumbling. Um, <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Behind us, that's how many rings he got, GG. I got five. I got five. <laughs> yeah. What you can't hear in that video is the absolutely marvelous face that GG makes when he hears Shaq's voice congratulating him. He forms his mouth into a O, oh, like, oh my God, I can't believe this is Shaquille O'Neal talking to me. Mom, can you believe this? It was just absolutely adorable. Uh, and so the perfect capper to a uh, really fun night for the Memphis Grizzlies. And so, Jeffrey, out of this uh, lost season, what are the chances that the Grizzlies have found in Gigi Jackson and Vince Williams two pieces, two valuable pieces to go with Ja and Dez and Jaron and Marcus Smart and whoever else, uh, and Steven Adams maybe. Uh, what, are, what are the odds that they have with Gigi pick 45 in 23, and Vince Williams picked 47 in 22, that they have found uh, the two guys who they were trying to find uh, with the darts that they threw in the first round. Well, I mean, I think it I think it depends on, are you clarifying, like, they found rotation guys, like top eight guys, or they've found two starters? No, two, contrib two important contributors. Probably 25%. Right, I think I think there's a pretty good. Ch I think Vince Williams is a, an important. I think you said two though, so so nine. So then you so you're only giving Gigi a twenty five percent chance of being. I, what do you I, of being a? Well, so the problem with Vince is Vince. I think we we know about Vince is the defense and the rebounding is real, and 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 more and more the the rest and of the stuff. And he's is starting to look like a better shooter. You know, he was nine of ten from free throws on free throws last night. Correct. But we still don't. He's a contributor on defense alone. I'm just, he is. Check. Check mark. Mm -hmm. Gigi, I mean, it's, some of it is what we said yesterday. Like, Gigi will not be, when this team is healthy, he will not be the focal point go-to guy. So how does he play when he is a contributor and not the focal point? Right. That is something that will be interesting Although you look at his physical tools, and this is partly what's interesting. If you look at the Grizzlies' misses, like Roddy was kind of... You, I heard you talk about this yesterday. I'm not saying Roddy is a miss. Honestly, where he was picked, he's not necessarily a miss. LaRavia, Roddy were both reaches. Zaire mm -hmm. also a reach. Yeah. I guess by definition, most anyone who's picked in the second round is a faller. The other thing that's true, though, is that both LaRavia and Roddy were sort of physically limited, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they had, they, they were very productive college players who were physically limited. Uh, Vince Williams well, and one, Gigi. One was very productive. And Gigi are not. Like they are, yeah. you know what I mean? They have the tools. 
Um, just sort of, I mean, it, it is. Traits versus production, Jeff. We got to get, listen, we got to be of in course, draft Vince season. was production. Uh, Gigi was traits. I mean, Gigi is the quintessential. People like to mock Chris Wallace. He's the quintessential Chris Wallace selection. He was the number one player in that yeah. high school class. Like, he is the guy that Chris Wallace would have taken. Yeah. Um, although he could have taken Amani also in that sure. same draft. Anyway, super- although I think Am- when Amani when Amani would have done the combine, he would have yeah. the, the tools would have yeah would have turned him off. Uh, Draymond got booed vigorously. I hope you enjoyed that. I did. I did. Uh, and then he booed back when he hit a three. Mm-hmm. Um, seven points, seven rebounds, four assists in a losing effort. Steph had twenty six. Lester Quinones got into. Uh, the game as well. Um, again, I'd urge you to read. If you've been enjoying, if you enjoyed what happened yesterday, I would uh, urge you to read Drew and Chris over at the Daily Memphian today. All right, there's a whole lot more that happened yesterday in the NFL. Tigers into the top ten. All of that. We'll talk to that. We'll talk to you about that when we return. Before then, I will remind you that Leaders Credit Union. What 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 is Leaders Credit Union again? What it is. It's a not-for-profit financial institution. So it offers everything that a bank offers, checking, savings accounts, loans, mortgages, credit cards, state-of-the-air technology, all of that has more than 70,000 members. And here's the thing. The members are the owners. That's the difference. <laughs> they don't have to the, – the, the, the thing exists to serve its members slash owners. And so – Every dollar that they make is plowed back into terrific rates for you, terrific services for you, terrific technology for you. It is Leaders Credit Union. Just as an example right now, you can get up to 5% APY on a checking account. No monthly fee, no minimum balance, easy access to your money through their mobile app. Here's how you learn more. Go to leaderscu.com. That's Leaders C and then the letter C and U. Leaderscu.com slash ESPN. For details, leaderscu.com slash ESPN. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk NFL, talk Tigers into the top 10. we got a busy day. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. Fish on Friday after that. It's Tuesday on the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tune in to Jason and John for the ultimate Memphis sports experience. From Tiger's pride to Grizzly's grit. It's all right here. J&J Middays, 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN. Memphis's sports station. When something happens to your car, you might say... What you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast. With a buck, buck here, buck, buck there. Here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The biggest winner in the big game could be you. Thanks to BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks is offering new customers a chance to score $158 in bonus bets instantly. That's right, instantly. Just download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code MEMPHIS. 
Then place a $5 money line wager on the big game. You'll receive $158 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of your wager's outcome. Don't miss your opportunity to cross the goal line on the money line as pro football's top teams clash for the championship. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? Then bring the big game excitement to you with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Tennessee only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. As Tennesseans, we all see and appreciate the abundant wildlife around us and the great fishing opportunities we have across our state. Thanks to your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. I'm Don King, reminding you that none of this would have been possible without the support of hunters and anglers who have purchased licenses and paid the bills over the years. Don't forget to purchase your license this year. It's a great investment in Tennessee's wildlife future. Call the pros at Conway Services today for a $69 heating system tune-up. We'll make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and help save money on heating costs. Don't endure another day without comfort in your home. Visit ConwayServices.com for details, terms, and conditions. Lesson number 64210, 6436, EAS, MS 1966. Call 384-3511. Conway Services. Conway today. It's flu season. Protect yourself and loved ones with a seasonal flu shot from the Shot Nurse. Plus, to save yourself a trip, you can safely get the flu shot at the same time as other vaccines, including the latest bivalent COVID-19 booster. And the flu shot is free with most insurance. Get the protection you need with a personal touch at the Shot Nurse. With three locations, it's fast, convenient, and easy. Protection you need with a personal touch. The Shot Nurse. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. This is Rob. 
Joiner with James Davis, one of the top men's stores in the country. We've started our fall clearance blowout sale at 50 to 70% off. If you didn't get exactly what you wanted for the holidays or you received the perfect James Davis gift card, now is the time. It is game on at 50 to 70% off on fall sport coats, sport shirts, sweaters, and pants. We have our Paul Batanley suits, regular $650 each, and now two for $8.95. James Davis and the Laurelwood Shopping Center at Poplar and Perkins are on the web at jamesdavisstore.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Listen, most people who gamble uh, just do it for fun, and they don't have any problem. But about 5% of the people who gamble report spending too much money on gambling, getting into arguments at home over gambling, or other problems. If this is you or someone you know, uh, get in touch with the Gambling Clinic. Established in Memphis in 1999, they've worked with more than 1,200 clients. Oldest continually operating clinic specifically focused on helping people with their gambling-related problems or gambling addictions. Goal is to complete an 8- to 10-week individual sessions uh, with someone trained to help with gambling problems and addictions. Again, they're not anti-gambling. They are uh, anti-having problems with gambling. They help you put it in perspective. If you want to get in touch with them, it's thegamblingclinic.com. TheGamblingClinic.com. Uh, if you were listening to me yesterday and gambled on the Bills, I apologize. They did uh, win. Which was the more interesting, not just game, but like, forget to watch. With what happened, Eagles, I think, getting smashed. I mean, Eagles, just total collapse is the more interesting story, including what's going to happen with their coaching issues and how you explain that collapse, right? I think so, but I'm also willing to admit that I'm biased because you had already man, been there. You were been there. Man, do I hate Nick Sirianni. <laughs> that guy's awful. Hate him as a his personality, or you think he's awful as a coach? Both. Which, like, everything. Like I, everything about the guy, I find him. I find him insufferable. Like the corny phrases, the crying in the anthem. I don't think he's actually a particularly good football coach. Um, he was the play caller, and then as soon as they took play calling away from him and gave it to Shane Steichen, their offense was better. Um, and I just kind of, like... You he, actually had a good... Emotionally, I don't know what you did it financially. Michelin emotionally oh, had a good no, day but, yesterday yeah, because no. you were... You're, 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 no, it's, been a, it's actually been a great Super Wild Card bills, weekend. Team Bills, yeah. and, and, and you love Baker, mm-hmm. and, you hate, and you hate Sirianni. And, uh, and you love Goff. Yes, and then on top of that, I I think, Jeff, I can start cashing in my Jalen Hurts shorts that I've had. Yeah. I've had a lot of short positions, and a lot of y'all love to throw the hate at me last year. How you like me now? Let's uh, let's start with that game. Baker with uh, three long touchdown uh, passes, 22 of 36, 337 yards. One of the stunning things about it was when they played earlier in the year, Eagles ran for 201 yards. Yeah. Yesterday, 41 uh, rushing yards, three sacks. Um, they just got overwhelmed. They were 0 of 9 on third down, 0 of 2 on fourth down. And, of course, the big number for the Eagles is after starting after starting 10 and 1, they uh, lost six of their last seven. I did not realize this stat until I heard it yesterday, that the last NFC team to lose a Super Bowl – and then go back. You know, you go to the Super Bowl, you think, you know what? We're right there. Window, we're, baby. Window. We're knocking on the door. We're going to come back. And unlo- we're not going to have the Super Bowl hangover that the winner has. Mm-hmm. We're the loser. We're going to be hungrier than ever. Yeah. And then you go through the offseason that the Eagles had. They had more Georgia players. Everling's talking about how they're the best roster in the league, whatever mm-hmm. else. The last NFC team to lose a Super Bowl and go back the next year was the 1974 Bud Grant Minnesota Vikings. It just doesn't happen. 
and it certainly did not happen for the Eagles. What do you think will happen? What do you think should happen? Do you see a landing spot there? We mentioned this a week ago for Bill Bill Belichick, who has, by the way, already interviewed or is going to be interviewing with the Falcons, who, of course— uh, I think they said they completed it, correct? Did they complete it? I think so. Completed it. Yes, they did. Falcons interviewed Bill Bell. Interviewing? Interviewed. I believe it's interviewed. That, we know that Harbaugh interviewed. He is done with his charges. Uh, the graphic interview. I thought I saw said we have conducted our interview. What do you think of Belichick? Now we have uh, 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 we have a belly flop in Dallas. We have a belly oh. flop in Philadelphia. And we got an opening in Atlanta. Um, where does Bill Belichick land? I'm not convinced that Atlanta's the spot. I do think it's obvious that news got out because one side wanted it out. I don't know if I don't know if the Falcons wanted it out as clearly and publicly or if Belichick wanted it out. So if the Falcons wanted it out, they want to point out to their fan base, see, we're doing everything we can. Like we're taking this seriously. And honestly, you would think Bill Belichick wouldn't want it out. He's a but, private, well, unless no, he's trying to jerry up. He's trying. I, to, well, it, Belichick would want it out if maybe a maybe maybe he has his eye on a job. I I would put it that this Isn't way. Isn't Philadelphia the obvious place? Because Dallas, it won't work with Jerry. That just seems crazy, and uh, he just doesn't seem like a fit. And who knows? Who knows? As you point out, Bill Parcells went there, right? Whatever. But so Dallas doesn't seem right. Atlanta seems they're a quarterback away. Why not Philadelphia? Because what if you don't believe in the quarterback? Their quarterback now has, by the way, let's let's look at this objectively. He's been the starter for three years. He has one period last year where he was on a heater. Ever since then, he has been slightly above average. You still wouldn't rather coach the Eagles than, than Atlanta? Well, I mean, I'm in the worst division. I mean, you don't like you, you don't like Dallas either. I mean, so what you you can only have an opening that's open. That's what I'm saying. Well, what if what if this is mo- what if Belichick knows that there's some there's a team out there that's mm, can't quite pull the trigger and this is trying to who? motivate them or who? Now everyone like who? But the team that was one Jeff, we I don't know. Adam Schefter mentioned mystery team. There's that's nothing. The Eagles. That, are we sure? Uh, uh, Steelers, you want to go to Steelers? That's the other thing that That's happened That's the thing. I mean, what if, Mike, what if, Mike Tomlin was asked at the end of his press But there's yesterday. no quarterback there either. And anyone, that's the thing. There's no perfect, you're looking at the best situation. So I'll give you Philadelphia, Dallas, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, like who, who else? The commanders, what's the best situation? You don't get to go coach I, mean, I don't think you get to go coach Buffalo unless that's the mystery team out there. No, I think I think that's. By the way, we can talk about the we can talk about the optics of it. Sean McDermott might be a genius, leaking the the three year old terrorist story. <laughs> Ever since then, they've been on. They they're yeah. undefeated. There is no yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you can only you can only have the, the situations that are available. Uh, San Diego, I mean San Diego, the freaking Chargers. I'm stuck on the damn Chargers. I will fine. always have the San. It's, Di- it's I will okay. always have. It's not like they're exactly freshly well rooted now in Los Angeles. Yeah, That's my excuse. On top of that, it's not even like yeah. You know, anyway, anyone in LA? Like, where cares do you either. want them to go? Of the available ones, forget mystery team. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Dallas. I mean Dallas is the most fun. I, I don't know how. I don't know how it's not the most fun for him or just for us, us. for us to watch. Why do I care? Why do I care if it's fun think, for him? I think Philadelphia is the most logical. Baker Mayfield. But you don't think you don't think Jerry and Bill Belichick together would not be fun from a content perspective? That's hilarious. It would be. fun Those are for like my the character. two most I'm, polar I'm not trying to them fun. I'm talking about logical. I don't want him in the division. Oh, that's why. That's why you're Thank resisting. You. you haven't said that. Well, Dallas is the division. They're both the division. Yeah, but Dallas is always, like, in the end, Jerry's going to win. I see. Jerry's going to win. Anyway, Baker, uh, it has been a nice little n- nice little the stretch ga- for the you. The league gave up on him too early. Well, what's interesting is I really do think, like, who knows? Well, I think this is, this is I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think playing quarterback in the NFL is hard. Yes, and this notion that you come in and you have to be awesome right away or we discard you, the truth of the matter is, is that Mason Rudolph, even in defeat yesterday, was pretty good. 
He was pretty good. He stood in there. There was a lot of poise. He brought him to within one score. Shout out to Calvin Austin, by the way. 22 of 39, 229. And I thought he was actually better than his numbers. And you're asking me right now, who would be a better quarterback for the Steelers? Like, who would I trust more going into game one next year? Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph? I'm telling you Mason Rudolph. I would say this, though. Pickett, Pickett got the worst part of their schedule. Like, when you look at their schedule. Oh, like, it was cake at the end for Mason Rudolph, but it wasn't cake yesterday until the Bills started I mean, it wasn't cake yesterday, but, like, I thought, Rudolph, I thought Rudolph was fine. I did think, though, you could tell, like, into the wind, he really struggled. Like, it was, like, there is a level of arm strength that you have to have. It's like, there's a reason why Josh was, like, to me, I never had any doubt yesterday just because I knew in the wind Josh was going to be way better. Uh, obviously, the two uh, quick touchdowns um, to the tight ends, they were both, you know. And well, then, then maybe the best pass of the day uh, was broken up, the the corner route. Yeah. That yeah. was an unbelievable, unbelievable throw. Unbelievable throw. Uh, Knox and Kincaid. Kincaid's really good. That was a really good draft pick uh, by the Bills. And then, of and course. And Cook's doing this thing where he's turning his body away to, like, not fumble. Right. And Thank then, you. And then you got the 52-yard touchdown run from Josh. That was sort of the exclamation point. At that point, it's 21 nothing. And did you think, by the way, when they tried to kick the field goal, which was then blocked, which then resulted in their punter, yeah. which then resulted Martin. in a touchdown. Yeah. Did you think they shouldn't have kicked it? Yes, I did. Because it was 48. When it was like punted. 48 or 49. It was 49, and they were up 21 nothing. I, I would have just run would a play. You, Honestly, I would have just I run probably a would have punted at that point. I mean, but but it's a punt, easy to say. A punt is only going to get not, a punt is likely to net you twenty yards. I would have probably just run a play. And then, uh, but can we also agree? Like, we're glad he's okay. But when Sam Martin pulled up limp, it was laugh out loud funny. <laughs> like I was just like I was like I that was hilarious. Late touchdown, key touch. Steelers get within one score. Uh, Khalil Shakir with a short enough to tackle uh, to get in the end zone. The problem from the Bills' perspective, and I know, like I was, I was uh, texting old friend Matt, Matt Stark about this. Uh, he he generally, he's a guy who always, when the Bills lose, like tries to rub it in. That's mm-hmm. just not. That's he's a Boston do. guy. That's a Boston. Yeah, guy. that's a that's a Boston. And guy. so they don't want to win because for I, themselves I they want to just give you. I, ish. I don't I don't do that, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily respond to that. But I was all class. He, he was saying no. I, I, Matt is class. I, he was saying that he's going to be rooting for the Bills against the Chiefs. And I immediately said, yeah, injuries. And he said, I don't want to hear about injuries, Pat's losing injuries, whatever. Here's the problem. Um, the Bills were without, and maybe these aren't household names, but if you follow the NFL, even heading into last into yesterday, they were without Rasul Douglas, Tyrell Dodson, and Taylor Rapp, okay? The, the one who, there who's most significant, all off of their defense, is Rasul Douglas. Then yesterday, they lose Terrell Bernard, starting linebacker, Balen Specter, backup linebacker who comes in for Terrell Bernard, Christian Benford, the other corner, mm-hmm. and Teron Johnson, the nickel corner. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't, you know, we'll see who can play. But that's seven guys after you've already lost guys off of this defense. I, 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 the ones I, I care I know, the most about I, are the safeties. I care about the corners. I care about the corners no, and the safeties. No, I'm telling you, right, the way, the way McDermott— The linebackers? No, the way McDermott's gotten them playing, the safeties are basically playing like corners. That's why I care about them. Also, Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. Go. But you know what? I, I hate to say this. This is how I feel. This is my pessimism coming in. You know how, how beating the Pats in the playoffs became like—you just celebrate that moment— you know, as a Bills fan, you celebrate that yeah, moment. Your even Super though, Bowl is whenever they would lose. Even though when they, yeah. even though the Pats, when they demolished the Pats in the playoffs, that was just a fun game when they demolished the Pats in the playoffs. Was that a year ago? Two no, years ago. Jeff, that Two was 2021. Years Two years ago. That was just fun. It felt like yesterday with the snowballs and everything else, that was like, that was great fun. It was great. It was everything great about Buffalo. And now they're going to freaking, now you're going to, the, the narrative will be, Patrick Mahomes wins his first playoff road game ever, and the Bills are going to still, like freaking Charlie Brown, lose to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, even though they're 3-3 three and three against him. Josh is 3-3 three and three against him overall. They kind of match up pretty well. Here's the, here's the thing you got to remember about Kansas City going on the road. It's not like that they're humming with their offense and their receivers. And on the road, that's a lot of communication. And... 
I mean, Jeff, literally the, the number got posted yesterday. Yeah, what but, are the lines on these games? So let's Bills go, are let, favored by three. Let's go through the, the schedule. Here's the schedule. It's going to be— Vegas is not big on giving you Mahomes as a dog. Saturday— Unless they have to. Saturday, we start with Houston at Baltimore. What's the line on that one? Nine. That is nine, and I think Baltimore— uh, should be a prohibitive favorite there, right? As well as C.J. Stroud. Is yeah, I kind of like getting points there. Okay. Uh, then Green Bay at San Francisco. <laughs> I don't care what the number is. What's the number here? It's 10. 10. Green Bay can't stop the run. You know what? They're about to get a whole lot of... Here you go. So neither one of those games is projected to be actually close or interesting. No, they're both two-score games on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and then Sunday, we have Tampa Bay at Detroit. Uh, it's, I mean, it's Sophie's choice for me. What what's, do I do? What's the line? It's six. This is tough for you, yeah. I don't know Baker what I do. against Jared Goff. I don't. I, uh, you got to go Detroit. Home, fun. Yeah, Tampa's but, won their Super Bowl. But do you realize, like, this would be, if Baker got to the NFC Championship game, like, how dumb does Cleveland look now? It's not like you upgraded. No, no, and you, 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 and you, and you're stuck now. You with, wrecked you your stuck salary now cap. With Deshaun, Deshaun, you wrecked your Correct. salary cap. You sold your soul for. And a, Baker like, is Baker is further than you pervert. are. I guess what you did. Everyone has their uh, different strokes for different. Yes, folks. literally. Um, Nicely done. Um, and then Kansas City at Buffalo three, Buffalo by three. God. Uh, absolutely. You've got to be a little heartened by They are running the football so much better right now. Offensive line is good. Uh, tight ends are really good. Josh is really good. Um, yeah, uh, defense is really has been really good. And Sean McDermott is, whatever you think of him as a head coach, he's a good defensive coordinator. And, uh, and so we shall see. Other news yesterday, by the way, I didn't, I, I didn't, it's funny, like Caleb Williams declares for the draft. <laughs> like, well, what? No way. Stop the presses on that one. Like, Hold on. whatever. The room is spinning. Uh, so there was that. Uh, that happened yesterday. Also yesterday, just we'll, we'll, we'll hit some other news that we, we, we haven't gotten to. Uh, Alabama hires uh, Kane Womack, who is the South Alabama head coach. Son of longtime defensive coordinator dude, Dave Womack, right? And he will be yes, Kane, the, yes. He will be the defensive coordinator at Alabama. He was... Um, he was, when DeBoer was at Indiana as the OC, he was the defensive coordinator at Alabama. That's where they connected. What do you think of that? So I think that's a great hire. Um, Mobile's always a big area of recruiting for Alabama, and DeBoer's bringing him in because of he's got a lot of ties, obviously, in Mobile. I also think he's a, a really good coordinator. I'm also somewhat biased because I, I covered his dad, and Kane was on staff at Ole Miss, too, and I like both of them. Uh, I I I think it's kind of the bigger picture, right? This is not good for Group of Five. If you can pick off, yeah, head coaches, head coaches that are successful, successful it's head coaches to be coordinators at and, other places, and they did not just pick off Kent State's head coach. Like Kent State's a very poorly funded program. Like it's one thing when Sean Lewis goes and takes a, a coordinator job. This is completely different because. USA built a new stadium down there. Like they, like they're they care about being good, and like this is not this is not good for G five. This is this is essentially well, what did an, he makes he, he's gonna he's getting a big raise to go be DC. Oh, I bet, it, bet they doubled it. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, and then uh, and then the, we haven't mentioned this yesterday, so we should because uh, because it happened yesterday. Tigers basketball team in the top ten, number ten. Um, they were number nine, as we said yesterday, mm-hmm. um, under Penny in November of 2021. But this late in the season, they have not been in the top 10 since uh, February of 2009 when they were ninth. So that is nice for uh, the Memphis Tigers, top 10. Um, it really is a tribute to Penny's resilience. In, in what he has done and what he has built and what he has had to change the way he builds, and yet he's kept at it and kept at it and kept at it and now has a top 10 team. Tennessee is 6 in the rankings, Ole Miss 22, 
and Florida Atlantic 23. Um, Gary has the stat that Memphis might have the most top 25 wins. I think that's correct. Memphis of anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not going to be adding top 25 wins to the, to, to the, to the, well, FAU. FAU. FAU is still hanging in there yeah. at 23 with their. Uh, and then it's possible A&M gets up in there. Yeah. You know, the one that's confusing, the one that's mystifying to me is uh, Arkansas. Yeah, but this just collapse. This could be a must special. Collapse kind of mid part of the season, build them up. One can hope so. Uh, that's a quad three game yeah. right now. Um, that's a quad three win they have, and you would hope that that would also uh, Gonzaga out of the top twenty five. Gonzaga out of the top twenty five for the first time in forever. Chris Harrington coming up next. Then fish on Friday. On Tuesday, we have a very busy show. If you're selling your house, well, probably people aren't going to be out there um, a whole lot today uh, looking at your house. But this would be a good day to call Josh Heisaw and his team over at Keller Williams Realty. The phone number is 901-461-8147, 901-461-8147. I saw a story recently saying that Zillow has said that uh, Memphis is going to be the hottest housing market in Tennessee. Um, so you want to take advantage of that. 